Trading Nut episode 132. I was using some simple break and retest uh, strategies, looking at key levels, support and resistance, trend lines, channels, and then just working around that. I tried to remove all the complications. If I showed you one of my charts from back in the day, you'd see a whole lot of MACDs, RSIs, stochastics, uh, crossovers, Bollinger Bands. And, and, and I, I feel like that kind of misdirected me to some extent. The market's going to do something. Your job is not to fight it. The market never, ever runs away. It's always there. That personal diary of trading will make you a much better trader than... I could be right about the direction, but wrong about the trade. Don't focus on the monetary side. Trying to make too much money on a trade is what I have seen killed every trader. Your losses offer you some of the greatest insight you can find into your mistakes. Relax. Learn the process. Candlestick pattern trading is a freaking trap. Don't be in a rush to become a millionaire. Let the market tell you what the market wants to tell you. This podcast is not financial, trading, or investing advice of any kind. What's up, traders? Welcome to another installment of the Trading Up Podcast. I'm your host, Cam Hawkins, and today we've got uh, a unique little trader on the show. So <laughs> I don't know who our little he is or not, but he is Master FX Shifu, very different from what I've had on the show in the past. In fact, this is the one of the guys in my tradingnut.com chat room, uh, who we've been following for quite some time, and we've seen that his trading has just got absolutely ridiculous. Now, I'm talking uh, R values here. Now, what does that mean for anyone who's listening to this new, new to trading? An R is, if you have a stop loss of, say, 10 pips, that's your that's one R. Uh, if you make 10 pips, you've made one R on that 10 pips. If you make 20 pips, you've made two R. Okay, so it's your risk multiple, basically. And this guy's been taking trades, which have been upwards of 10, 15. He doesn't seem to do anything less than like an 8-hour trade. So um, we've got all this recorded there in the the Telegram chat for TradingNut.com. To find a link to that and see all of this, you can actually head over to the TradingNut site. And then at the bottom of the site, there'll be a subscribe option. In fact, it's all over the site. You'll find little buttons to the Telegram channel. Click on that. It's free to join. And you're going to get to find out all of this guy's historical trading uh, successes and the stories from way back when he first started. It's all there logged in the tradingnut.com Telegram chat. So you've got to go and check this out. Uh, now, this is coming up. So we also shot a video where he does walk through how he trades. So you're going to get to find out how he gets these massive reward trades, what he has to do to get them. And you'll find it very unique, and it'll give you food for thought. It'll also give you a lot of education in terms of if you're not too sure how to go about doing this, you'll find out how he goes about doing it in very much a lot of detail. So this is all coming up on the show here, guys. And yeah, do remember to check out the video we shot with him afterwards. Now, talking about Telegram chat rooms, so I do, I'm not that active in the tradingnut.com one, I'm afraid to say. I'm just not that active. I do give updates on when these things are going out. I just cannot keep up with it. So I've got a few administrators in there who were able to pick out Master FX Shifu and let me know that this guy is, hey, this guy's doing some amazing stuff. You've got to get him on the show. But I am very active in my Robot Builders Club VIP chat where we build trading robots, fully or semi-automated trading robots. So if you're looking to automate any of your trading, some of it or all of it, or just want to get into some automated trading for the MetaTrader 4 and 5 platforms, don't want to learn how to code, which is a massive uh, undertaking, 
and just want to be able to do it really quickly, then this is the place to go and check out. Uh, the doors aren't going to be open forever. I'm actually going to close the doors on this at some point in the future. So if you want to join, now is the time to come on board. And um, that's where you're going to get a lot more of my time than in the general tradingnut.com one. But you're going to get the likes of Master FX Shifu in that one, as well as some other great traders. All right, guys, enough from me. Let's get on with the show today with Master FX Shifu. Oh, sorry. I'm going to tell you one more thing. Amazing crypto nut video dropped this week. Please go, uh, go drop last week. Please go and check that out. And uh, I know you're going to love it. There's a lot of insights there, and it does give you a, a, a slight inkling as to where this uh, Bitcoin and the big ones might end up by the end of the year. So that's with Nathan Sage. Go and check that out, guys. All right, let's do it. Hey, folks, my sponsors, City Traders Imperium, have just launched some amazing changes to their funded trader program. you got to check out. You can now skip the whole evaluation, trade gold as well as Forex. Plus, they've increased the drawdown you're allowed in both the evaluation and when funded. With CTI, it's even faster and easier to reach up to $4 million in funding with a 50 to 70% profit share. Click the link in the description to find out what else has changed. All right, folks, uh, here we are on Trading Up. We've got Master FX Shifu on the show. Now, uh, we discovered you from the Trading Nut chat, which is awesome because you've been a member there since, I think, what you said, February last year, was it? Yeah, yeah, February last year, 2020. February last year, and uh, I look back at my uh, my messages to you, and the first thing I said was, no marketing, please. Um, yeah. <laughs> and now, and now I'm giving you an opportunity to market yourself on the show, um, because what what uh, some of the other members have come back to me saying was like, "Hey, this guy's doing very well with his trading, and uh, you should get him on the show and and find out what what makes him tick." So, um, welcome to Trading Up, and uh, today, yeah, it's all about you. So we want to find out. Um, I suppose do you want to give the guys a, a bit of a ba- yeah? If you give us your background story, we should be able to find out where you're from. How you got to where we, where you are now, and and I'll dive in here with some questions along the way. Awesome, awesome! Thank you very much, Cam, um, and thanks to the members for suggesting me. Of course, I'm quite humble about that. Uh, clearly, I'm doing something right. Um, but um, in a nutshell, I'm a pretty simple, humble guy that's trying to change lives in the world of finance and investments uh, through nothing but the numbers which is why you won't find me on Instagram, Facebook, or wherever posting anything but the charts. So that's the type of person I am. I'm happily married uh, to the most beautiful and supportive wife, of course. Um, she's actually my only partner in this uh, forex journey. Um, some of the trades I post, they're probably from her. <laughs> but right. yeah, we, yeah, we work together. We analyze together. We do just about everything in the forex market together. And a bit of my history, um, I've been on and off the markets, actually. So since 2010, got my foot in, got out again, no capital, started learning, went to university, got my degree, started a a journey in corporate, left corporate, went back into corporate again, (laughs) left it again, and finally decided, you know what, let me just um, focus. And yeah, since then, we've been hitting some good returns. That's that's all about me, actually. Awesome. And um, so you're from South Africa, uh, and um, let's dive into that journey a bit more because I think this is where people get a lot of nuggets from, like the struggles that that it takes to get from 2010 to 2021, and yeah. 
and where the turning points were in that. So to start off with, I suppose, at what point did you would you consider yourself like to have finally said, right, this is it. I'm a full time trader now, and I know what I'm doing, and I can make money. I can make enough to live off. Um, and I know the cost of living in South Africa is pretty cheap, so you you probably don't actually need that much. Is that right? Um, I wouldn't say cheap. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's it's very relative, but um, it's it's okay. So it's, it's okay. Uh, it's pretty hard to 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 get a good job in this country, and um, that's why a lot of people end up opting to get into the forex trading or network marketing, or just uh, entrepreneurship as a whole. Um, standard living is low, of course, but then now people are earning peanuts in this country. So that's a pretty sad part about it. Um, but then again. When I went into, when I decided I'm full-time trading, it's actually not long ago, um, almost a year ago. But before that, I was trading and still working full-time. Uh, fortunately, I'd manage my hours. So I'd probably work four hours a day and then trade the other 15 or something. And that kind of allowed me to keep refining and sharpening my, my skill set it also kind of allowed me to to be able to come back from blowing accounts a number of times because there was a bit of an income coming from the side which would supplement any of the losses I took. And yeah, so some people can't afford to do that. They can't afford to blow accounts a couple of times over. So that's the unfortunate part of um, our society. And, and you know, in, in South Africa, once you decide forex trading, already there's a stigma attached to you. So yeah, very little support. Hey, just jumping in here with a message from my sponsor, Sage Strategies. Do you want to trade gold and crypto like the institutions? Well, now you can, and it's free for 14 days with Sage Strategies, fully automated trading strategies. Check out their live track records for 25 unique strategies, plus they'll host everything for you, which is perfect for beginners and advanced traders or investors. Simply sign up for their 14-day free trial at sagestrategies.io and experience it for yourself. And I, I probably offended like most of South Africa there with my comments, but uh, so it's excuse my <laughs> ignorance. And uh, yeah. I, I suppose um, so. It, it sounds like yeah, okay, it was relative in terms of you know if you're living there, it's probably what you earn is going to be what you can potentially make to to supplement your income with with forex. Now, yeah, what what I suppose brought your brought your trading to life? Even so, you, you know, you said you sort of about a year ago is really really when you're like right now I'm I'm good. I'm literally good. Mm-hmm was the fact that I think even in more recent times, you've just gone from being good to being ridiculously good uh, based on what I've seen and what other members have seen in the chat. So um, let's get back into the start of that journey. I mean, what was the first things that you can remember about, like in 2010, when you were blowing mm-hmm. accounts, what were you trying trying out and how were you getting in and, and, and not making this thing work? Um, I think at the beginning, everybody just wanted to be a millionaire, you know just drive that nice uh, Porsche or Mercedes, whatever it is. And, and, and that kind of removed a lot of um, important elements that are required to, to, to actually progress. And, and I mean, you could imagine back in the day, we didn't have your um, Forex influencers or social media guys influencing a lot of traders. It was more of a word of mouth. And, 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 and from then on, you started finding these um underground places where you find traders and then you start interacting with them. And then that's how you basically learned at the, at the time. And, and moving from, I mean, I'd say I got my, 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 my breakthrough probably five years ago, six years ago, uh, 
but it was just not it. There was still a lot lacking, which is why stadium corporate worked and, 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 you know, traditional. I was at the guy office suit and yeah. And so, so what was, what was that breakthrough that you, you, you got? Um, I think that's when I started removing uh, most of my indicators of my charts. <laughs> so once I started going naked, price action all the way. And that's when I started noticing that, you know what, I'm actually good at this. And um, I think the only thing that I was missing at the time was just patience and uh, discipline. Uh, but then from then on, after hitting a couple of winning trades, profitable monthly, you know, uh, going month on month green uh, with some losses, of course. Uh, but then again, I was more focused on um, crazy pips and a crazy win rate, which is probably what I think was lacking because that was my only focal point. And that was when I decided, you know what, I'm pretty good. I'm going at this. So, yeah. And so so the price action stuff, I mean, what can you talk us through what sort of things around the price action you were actually doing or using to, to try and you know, make these pips and, and, big, and big profit targets and, and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, so, so with, with that, um, I, was, I was using some simple break and retest uh, strategies, um, looking at key levels, support and resistance, trend lines, channels, and, and just working around that. I tried to remove all the complications. I mean, um, I think if I showed you one of my charts, if I have it somewhere here, if I showed you one of my charts from back in the day, you'd see a whole lot of MACDs, RSIs, stochastics, uh, crossovers, bullinger bands. And and, and I, I feel like that kind of misdirected me to some extent. So once I started looking at um, just the candles as they are, um, candle formations, patterns, engulfing patterns, and then and, and just growing from there, that's when I just started seeing more into what charts are actually telling me, you know, start trading what prices are saying and not predict where they're going. So that's when I started looking at it from that point of view. And and it became quite an interesting um, area. So back testing, back testing, back testing, forward testing. And a couple of months later, I had a strategy that worked pretty good, very, very good. Traded it for a couple of years, two, three years. And then that's when I came to trading that after actually. And then those were the original posts. I think if you check the original posts I posted on TradingNet, there was a whole lot of lines on my charts. I remember one guy asking um, on the chat, asking, what are these lines for and why are there so many of them? And I couldn't explain it, you know. But the, the trades were going well. <laughs> so you know? so the, 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 uh, what were, why, the, why were there so many lines? Um, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was analyzing weekly daily uh four hour one hour time frames and all those were actually key levels so I, I remember the black was the weekly and then the red was the the red was the four hour the blue was the daily so those would tell me where important price moves are about to happen so i use them as notification areas in a way okay okay yeah, yeah. cool all right and um so so you're back testing of that particular strategy i mean how did you how did you approach the backtesting part of it? Now, fortunately, that's when you could, uh, on TradingView, you could click the replay icon and then just go all the way back. I mean, sometimes I used to go at it manually on MT4 and you just scroll all the way back and then you literally just start plotting your lines and then manually input, okay, if this was to hit, I'd place a buy. If this was to hit, I'd place a sell. And then watch how the candles fall moving from there. 
If it's a loss, you take the loss, you jot it down manually on a notebook and then just keep doing that over and over and over again. And unfortunately, you, you could only do it with one pay at a time, which was the, the boring part. And I think I spent hours and hours doing that. And um, from then on, I could go back and then look at all the data I have, analyze my win rate. What could I have gained if I use the strategy? What does it need to be um, adjusted to? Where can I change? And from there, I'd change whatever I need to change and then restart the process again. And then eventually it was refined. I had a very good win rate, I think, at the time. I think I was hitting close to 80 or 75% win rate. And, and, and most of those trades were doing 300 pips, 250 pips. And, and it, was, it, was, it was pretty good. I think I remember one posting one specific one on TradingNet. And, and that one hit, I think it was like 400, give or take. Oh, and a gold one that hit uh, 2,000 points. Uh, that was late last year, actually. And, 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 and one of the guys was like, dude, why and where did you see that? And it was from this backtesting, you know, analyzing and understanding that, listen, at certain points, this is what price is probably going to do or this is what's happening. So, yeah, that's, that's how we got to it. So, guys, if you do want to see all this sort of what he's talking about here, then it's all there. It's in the tradingnut.com group if you want to go back and try and hunt through and find find out what he's done and, and, and have a look at this stuff, by all means, just got to go and join it. There's links on the site mm. and, and other places. You should find a link to it. So um, now that, that's really interesting. And, and in terms of the backtesting, you know, you're talking about your trades were making 250, 300 pips. What were you using when you were doing your backtesting to, to get like a sort of confidence in the strategy? So you've got to put a stop loss in, right? And you've got to put a take profit. How did you work yeah. that out based on these lines? What was it like literally at another line or was it at a uh, just a fixed stop loss and pips or something else? So with that one, how I worked out my um, take profits was usually trying to achieve a 2R. So I would incorporate it with my trade management whereby uh, once I hit a 1R, I'd move my stop to entry. And then from then on, once I hit my 1-2, I'd take 50% of the trade and then move the stop to one hour. So I'd actually start climbing. Mm-hmm. So I'd look at, a, say for example, I've got all my daily four hour, one hour weekly zones. And then I always focus on the four hour, which were where my targets were going. And then I'll trade it using a 30 minute or a 15 minute um, time frame to find my specific entries. And, and funny enough, I just don't remember uh, this guy's name. Um, but I remember him saying, I posted a chart, which was pretty good. And then he said something like, um, if you work on your entry points, you probably become a beast. And this was sent, I mean, this was last year, October, I think, or September, in trading night. And I just looked at the comment and I ignored it. So recently now, and I started focusing on that, and I remember what that guy was saying, and it's pretty pretty interesting, eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was he still in the chat? <clears throat> Probably. I think if I scroll back, I'd find his comment. Yeah. I remember it very clearly. Eh? And and so what did you do to work on your entry points? Was it literally just going down to the lower time frames? Um, yeah. And, and, and what I did recently, because I'm, 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 I'm experienced when it came to price action and um, looking at the charts naked and just working around it, when I started using the smart money concepts and, and all these imbalances, liquidity, auto blocks and so forth, um, I mean, Big ups for Michael Halston, the man is a beast. <laughs> but once I got into that and just started understanding what he was trying to say, I started seeing more and more 
entry points more and more. Um, I mean, reducing my stop loss range from 20, 30 pips to five pips, six pips. That was ridiculous. I mean, I never thought I'd trade a six pip stop loss trade, but now I can't trade anything more than 10 pips. So I think that's how my win rate <laughs> is going quite good. And so, so, um, so, I mean, you know, that seems ridiculous for a lot of people out there, you know, five pip, 10 pip stop loss. I mean, how did, yeah. how do you get to that point of, of, um, confidence? Um, back testing. Eh? I mean, before I started posting these trades on trading that, I mean, it went on a couple of weeks of just charts of just looking at the charts, taking personal trades and then analyzing the trades, seeing where I could get better. And then my stop loss range started moving from 20 to 15 to 13 and eventually started ranging between. I mean, there was a, the gold trade that I posted, I think it was two weeks ago. Uh, the one that hit one to 100. That was a very, very small stop. Uh, but once you get a trade like that, it's gone. You know, it's gone. So those are the type of trades I started focusing on and trying to to to, to get. And, and and I lost a few because of the, the way I was trading it, using limit orders. And then that's when I had to change again and be like, you know what, let me not trade limits. Let me focus on uh, stops, but have, have alerts and only use momentum trading, which is what I learned through the naked uh, side of trading to get into those type of positions. So, yeah. Okay. And when you're talking about that, so what, what, what sorry, when you're talking about use stops instead of limits, you've literally flipped it from limit order trading, which is like, you know, a blind fade is what people might call it, where, you know, the thing hits a line and you're just hoping that that line's going to, going to hold and yeah. into the trade and if it doesn't hold you nine times out of ten your stop's going to get hit but you're now going yep. well let's wait for the thing to shift momentum and put a stop order in not a market order and then wait for it to push through that stop order and get you in is that what we're talking about here exactly that actually ah, okay cool exactly interesting interesting and so okay so that's that's where you were at the start of joining the trading nut chat now and you sort of touched on uh michael which is if you don't know michael huddleston he's been on the show uh ict is what he typically goes by so you, you'd studied some of his free material and you you ended up re refining what you're doing i mean what was the big change there because some of the stuff you're doing now is like what what how do you say what do you what's your typical trade look like these days in terms of your risk to reward now, nah, risk reward minimum minimum is always one to three, um, but I'm 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 hitting on average I'd say one to ten, one to eight. Cool. Um, yeah, that's a standard trade, and um, usually those trades and and because of the whole um, stop loss being hit and swinging way too far, I started pushing on your five five pip stops instead of going to the threes and the twos. And I mean, there was a trade I was looking at from Mint, actually. He was pushing your 30-second uh, trades. And I'm thinking, how do you do that? I think I posted on Reading that actually, asking, how do you trade on one-minute charts? But now when I look at those one-minute charts, I'm like, whoa, look at that beautiful entry right there. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. so, and then, so you've just mentioned Mint, F, FX, which is, funnily enough, I've tried, uh, actually, I don't know if I've tried to get this guy on, but I will try to get him on now because somebody has mentioned mm. him in the past to me and not that long ago either. And I did look yeah. look into getting them on. So I'm definitely going to hit them up now. Uh, so, okay, so you're sort of saying around about 1 to 8, 1 to 10, which is ridiculous in, in the whole scheme of things because most of the guys I get on the show are not doing that. So I'm so glad that we've got you on here to, to talk about this. Now, 
are you still doing the same exit you talked about there before where you've got this you know, 2R, you move your stop, sorry, 1R, you move your stop to break even, then 2R, you take 50%, and then you're trailing it like every 1R. Are you still doing that, or have you changed now to do something slightly different? Uh, It's the same idea, but uh, different zones. I actually posted it as well, because over the weekend, I was looking at um, my win rate um, and also how far my trades go. So I realized that 90% of the time, all the trades I win go beyond the 127, 128. So now I started adjusting how I take my partials. So instead of taking 50% at the beginning, I'll take it at one to five instead. And then what I'll do is when it gets to one to three, I'll take probably 30%. It also depends on what I'm trading. I mean, if I'm trading gold, because I mean, I've got a very personal relationship with gold. <laughs> so when I trade gold, I actually start taking my partials at one to two, not one to three. And then all the other pairs, I start taking it one to three. And then I move my stop to break even. And then at one to five, I take another partial, usually 25%. And then I'd leave um, either 25% or I'd leave 50% running from one to five. And I move my stop to one to three and I let it run. Um, currently, I actually have three trades that are running that are, let me just take a look here quickly. One is at one to six um, or CAD. So already there's uh, 50% of the trade still running. Uh, Euro USD just hit one to eight. Um, yeah, one to eight. It has twenty five percent running actually. I started closing this one quite early, and then uh, GU and GCAD. GU hit my. It's actually four trades that are running, that are on one to three, one to five, and yeah. So that's the new way I'm looking at it. Awesome. And I'm always trying to refine it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's interesting. Interesting uh, for you listeners out there to take away is the fact that. Uh, Master FX Shifu here is always trying to refine what he's doing. I think that's the theme of this this interview. Is like you you haven't really just gone. Here's my trading style. I'm just going to stick with it. You've actually just continually improved it to the point now where you know you, your trading seems phenomenal. Um, just having a look at some of the stuff you've been posting in the chat. I mean, like <laughs> I'm literally blown away because it's called the Trading Nut Chat, and it is my chat. But I'm never in there because I'm too busy talking to you guys directly. So I'm only just now having a look, and I'm definitely going to go back and have a good good hunt through it. And I've seen here that you know you've posted an awful lot of content. So guys, if you do want to find this stuff out, then you've got to head over there and check this out. Uh, now let's jump into, I suppose, some stats around your trading. So mm-hmm. how many trades are you taking a week? Oh, that's a, that's a, that's actually uh, I looked at the question earlier and I was like, oh, that's a difficult one. Um, I'm analyzing, uh, well, I was analyzing 29 trades a day, uh, 29 pairs a day, and out of the 29, I mean, even if I get 14 probable trades, I'll take all 14. And um, so, I mean, on our live um, sessions that we have in the morning, I share them on YouTube with um, all the guys that watch, and even on Trading Night and other groups. And, and um, I'll take them all. And I, I recommend that people don't take um, highly correlated pairs. But, I mean, they do. I mean, one guy had more faith in my trading than I did. This guy <laughs> passed FTMO three times on the free channel. I'm like, but how are you doing this? Sorry, you passed like, FTMO three times on <laughs> by taking your, your trades. Only taking my trades. And he sends me a screenshot. <laughs> and I'm like, this guy, <laughs> you have more faith in my trades than I do. <laughs> you know? But he was taking ridiculous risk. I don't recommend that risk. He was taking, I mean, 1%, 2% a trade. And all the trades he was taking. I would post the GCAD and RCAD. 
and a huge head and you take all three i'm like watch the correlation don't just take all three he's like yo it's been working for me and i'm fine i'm taking them all <laughs> unreal oh brilliant yeah. um and and so okay so you you could so you're saying you could take 14 trades a day yeah if they all line up and give me yep. good entries i take them all okay and and so a week how many trades on average do you, do you reckon you take a week then um based on let me just look at this um instagram i post um the weekly not the weekly the daily trades that are taken and um what has been happening um let me just take a look here yesterday there was one two three eight trades taken yesterday nine actually and one loss and then two days ago there was three trades taken three days ago there were six trades and three losses three wins but that ended with a five percent gain for the day so yeah monday okay. i took one trade <laughs> so it's really it's really yeah. random yeah yeah okay right so, so so let's put it this way you you're probably taking more than 10 trades a week which is yeah, more than different. averaging more than two a day by by like and that's that's being conservative. Um, so okay, so you're trading a lot and you're getting a good win, good risk to reward, and by yeah. the sounds of it, a high win rate as well. <clears throat> um, are there any pairs that you don't like trading or you you've discounted completely? Um, not specifically pairs, but indices. I don't trade indices at all, um, mainly because I don't I don't understand them. And I haven't really backtested and tried out if my strategy works with them. So I don't trade indices. Um, I don't trade oil, commodities. I don't trade gold. So it's gold and pairs only. Mm-hmm. All the pairs. And uh, I, don't tra- I don't trade exotics as well. Crypto? Do you trade any crypto? Oh, crypto I trade when it's push comes to shove, I'll trade it. So <laughs> there was um, a student of mine um, actually posted the, the stats. Um, I'll forward it to you shortly. I, I posted them last week. So he was on the last day of Trader Seed. He was down $4,000. So yeah, $4,000 from break even on a $50,000 account. And he asked me, yo, can we just <laughs> bring this up? Because of the time that he sent me that, I knew that, listen, there's no volatility with pairs at the time. It was like after 10 p.m., I think. Um, yeah. So it was between London, almost uh, New York close and London and Asian open. So that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to try something. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, I mean, you're going to lose it either way. Yeah. So I traded Bitcoin that day. Um, and we actually hit the whole um, 4,000. And we went above the threshold. So we broke even and got a retest. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. That's an <laughs> awesome story. Um, now, what does your typical trading day look like? Typical trading day. Um, I sometimes follow it. And sometimes, I mean, I'll be sleeping or playing with my son. So I miss out on, 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 on the discipline there. But um, how Julie starts is um, morning before London, uh, right towards the end of uh, the Asian close, I'd wake up, do the usual meditation, you know, breakfast and stuff. And then I would watch, um, look at the pairs that I've analyzed the previous night. So I'd look at uh, four-hour charts on all the pairs that I've, I see up uh, are basically playing around my area of interest, my point of interest. I call those my tee-off areas. And then from then I would um, prep for my live session where we actually analyze the trades that I've, I'm looking at. Uh, yesterday, that's how we caught the EURUSD. We caught it while I was doing the live. 
and now it's at 128, so it's quite good. And then from then, between London open, just an hour after London open until um, right before New York, I don't watch the charts. It's only the alerts that I've placed during the live session in the morning. So I'm going to come back to the charts when the alerts are off and then I place my trades because I don't use limit orders. I have to do that manually. And then from there, I let them run and then I start winding down my trades before London close. If they are above one to threes, I would um, adjust my stops. So basically the minimum that I'm willing to take before London closes one to three, anything below that, I close the trade. Before that, after that, I'll allow it to run. And then from then on, I would analyze again, do that on the daily, um, just after the New York close. Analyze all the charts, prep them for the next day. And yeah, that's that's a typical day. Cool. Oh, and studying, of course. Yeah. And when you say, what do you mean by study? Studying extra information? Yeah, um, every single day, I'm constantly studying. So I've got like an hour in the morning, an hour after the um, uh, New York close where I study. Uh, look at why I can change, what I can improve on, and uh, take it from there. I mean, I remember I was chatting with Kaz uh, from the group, from Trading Nut, uh, yep. and he's he's more of a whack-off trader. So I've been looking at it, see what it can do to my current trading, and if it does work out properly, I'll probably incorporate it, and yeah, I'll take it from there. Awesome. Now, so, what what do yeah. you think? what do you think made you different from the other guys you see in groups then come to you and stuff that that have been struggling at this like what what do you think you've why do you think you've managed to find success after 11 short years <laughs> um the good old persistence eh I'm, I'm 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 honestly the the average guy no special talents um not intelligent i'm literally the average guy who just put in a whole lot of work you know i'm i'm, I'm i kept saying i'm probably a rocky when it comes to trading, got big down, trade after trade, straight strategy after strategy, blown account after blown account. But I always came back and tried to get it right, tried to get it right, tried to get it right. And now that I've got it right, it's, it's, it's beyond impossible, eh? Mm, mm. Yeah, so persistence, persistent, persistent. So, so if somebody was out there and they were like starting off, where would you get them to start? What would you say, hey, look, here are the steps that you, I would recommend you take just to start mm-hmm. growing an account and stop blowing an account. Yeah. Um, with that, I would say there's no need to take the long route, you know. There's no need to go, I mean, 10 years of learning and being heartbroken and losing money. There's really no need. Just just get a mentor, duplicate the strategy, harness it, refine it, make it your own. And, I mean, you can literally just come to any mentor, come to me, go to Q Banks, go to... Michael Halston, MintFX, anybody who, who has a working system, and just copy it. Like literally just copy it as it is. And once you're profitable and it's running properly, then you start refining and looking at other ways of making it your own and, and work from there. You know, there's no need to reinvent the wheel. That's how that's how I feel. And so so if you're gonna say like go away and study three things on a chart, what would they be? Uh key levels. Key levels, key levels on larger frames. So if you start looking at your weekly, uh, weekly, monthly, daily, and you start focusing on where prices behaving the most, that's where you're going to see most of the action springing off from. So it's, it's, it's really a very simple and old um, traditional way of trading, 
but it's proven to work countless times over. You know, there's no need to go into lower time frames to find the perfect trade, whereas you can wait for a good one that will go into your key levels first, giving you a nice clean runway to work with, and then trade from there. So that's what I'd say. Look at your daily, your weekly, and your monthly. Point out all those key zones. And when price gets to those key zones, start working out a strategy to trade it. And then I was saying to one of the guys, actually, um, I think it was during the week. Yeah, the gold trader posted the, the 1 to 20. Mm. Uh, I think it was probably the last comment that I had last week. And they were saying to me, why am I looking at a sell? Everybody was looking at the, at, the, at the bar. You can see the trend. You can see. And then I asked him on what time frame. And I also asked him, I actually told him that by the time you see such a trend, it's already too late. It's gone. Mm. You can't get it. So that's something else that I, I try to teach a lot of people to focus on. By the time you see it, it's gone. It's going the opposite way. <laughs> we learned it the hard way. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what about mindset? Like you talked about doing med- meditation. Uh, are there mm-hmm. any special techniques or things you could recommend somebody head off and try to try and get their mindset more aligned to, to, to the mindset of a trader? Mm-hmm. Um, after every trade, you'd also see this in the group. After every trade, I'll just post uh, Mr. Miyagi and... Um, What's his name? Is it Michael? I forgot. Yeah, Daniel, Daniel LaRusso. Yeah, Daniel. Yeah. And the wax on, wax off. Yeah. Simple as that. Wax on, wax off. That's how boring trading must be, actually. If it's too interesting, if there's too many stunts, the mindset is completely off. So how I usually put it is, it's one thing to tell the next person uh, to focus on discipline, focus on trading rules, focus on um, whatever it is in them to focus on. But now, Show them how to do it. Be practical about it. So, for example, trading, um, what's this? following discipline, things like trading from your phone. I've lost a lot of money because I traded from my phone. So instead of telling me to, to, to not trade on my phone, tell me to delete the app on my phone. You know, be practical about it. Instead of telling me to wait for price, uh, wait for the news to hit, tell them to switch off the phone or switch off the laptop switch it back on after the news has come on, you know, be practical. It's very hard to, to try and teach somebody a, a new skill set that you've worked on for years and expect them to catch it within a week or two. They're constantly going to keep making those mistakes. So that's, that's how I look at it, you know, awesome. and if there's even one I follow, um, this is one I'm actually very um, traditional about the, the rules one where after, if I lose two trades in a row, I'd stop trading regardless of what I see. Uh, I was watching a very nice one to 10. I was just watching it go and I couldn't take the trade because of the rule. It's a very simple rule. Lose two trades, switch off. That's it. Close the MT4, close everything. And let's close it for the day or close it for the week? For the day. For the day. For the day. Yep. So maximum loss I can take a day is 1%. Maximum Uh, week 5%. That's if I'm losing everything. (laughs) Yeah. So so your, okay. So your risk per trade is only 0.5%. Yeah, 0.5 yeah. per trade, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. All right, awesome. Well, look, um, let's jump into the quick fire rounds here, guys, to, to get some more nuggets here, if we can squeeze them out. So how long did it take you to go from newbie to consistently profitable? Uh, yeah, four years, four or five years, yeah, give or take. What's your favorite entry setup? Um, I don't know if I'll be answering this correctly, but uh, focusing on the tier of areas. Once price gets into my key levels, especially my daily, 
that's where I see something beautiful coming. And then once I start seeing channels, trend lines, nice double buttons and whatever everybody sees, I see a good trade coming, the opposite of what everybody thinks. That's my favorite trade. The opposite of what everyone else thinks, yeah, did you say? Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Just like uh, the gold one I saw. <laughs> uh, what strategies to use, do you use to exit or manage trades? Oh, yeah, this one this one where I use the... Um, okay, losses are cut very quickly. I don't adjust my stop. If a stop is put, it's put. There's no way I'm going to touch it during the trade. And uh, from then on, 1 to 3, 1 to 5, 1 to 8, 1 to 10, and then trail from 1 to 10. And then after 1 to 10, my stop just keeps going up at 1 R. Every single time, it keeps going up at 1 R. What's your rec- Oh, sorry. Do you, do, and you do that manually, do you? You don't... So one Because 1 R uh, for you would be like 5 pips. So every 5 pips, you're moving your... Take pro, uh, your stop loss if you want to. Uh, so what happens? Yeah. So so what happens? I I'll be watching. Um, so I'm using this uh, calculator, this position size calculator. I actually shared it in the in trading net. So when I open the positions, it opens four different positions with different stops. Uh, not different stops, different um, TPs. Uh, and then once my first TPs hit. That's when I start adjusting to one three. And if you notice, they move in twos. So it's three, five, eight, ten, and then going above. But now from above that, if my stop is at one to eight, and I see the trade going to one to fifteen, I'll adjust it from one to ten. And then if it goes to one to sixteen, I'll move it from one to eleven, and then seventeen, one to twelve. And then I get to a point where I also get tired and I leave it at like one to thirteen. And I just watch it. Oh. Okay. Cool. All right. I love that. I just get tired and <laughs> And let it run. <laughs> Rightio, uh, what about your recommended book or resource? Um, the good old Alexander Alday, Trading for a Living. That's a, that's a masterpiece. I think I probably read that three times already. And I always keep going back to it. But yeah, um, Trading for a Living and ICT, man. Get into that guy's work. I mean, he's a genius. Like, he's, he's honestly a genius. <laughs> What's it just problem? tends to be a lot, you know, it tends to be a lot of information at the same, even no-nonsense forex, I think. They've got too much content happening there. And I feel like some, some, some especially newbies, they don't have the patience to, 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 to wait for all the content to be taken out. They'd rather go to a complete course or a complete mentorship program, follow a trade on to the end of the trade, and then that's it. Okay. And, uh, and what about your preferred broker and trading platform? Um, I see markets black ball. So yeah, those are and FTMO of course, but yeah, I see markets black ball. Good ones. Hey folks, ever wonder what broker I use? Well, I use Hanko Trade. It was a no-brainer because I was looking for a broker with good trading conditions and one that wouldn't restrict my leverage. Now by joining Hanko Trade, I've also cut down my trading costs significantly with their super low commission of just one dollar per one hundred K. You can learn more at HankoTrade.com or just click the link I've put in the description. And uh MT4 I'm guessing or something different? Yeah, M24. Good old black screen M24. <laughs> Do you want to walk us through your worst ever trade? Yeah. Oh, man. This is so emotional. I lost $3,000 on a Bitcoin trade in March last year. Yeah. And that was before I was trading a big account. So losing $3,000 on a $20,000 account, that's that's massive. <laughs> Very big in one trade, you know. So that is, that is personal. That is the worst. And what was the reason behind that? I actually tried, um, after we had a chat, I tried looking for that trade and uh, it's just way too far. But I was, I was, I think I was going long on it. 
I just had so much faith on it. And I didn't have a stop on it as well. The position size was not calculated. And that was actually the dumbest trade I've ever had. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, brilliant. Well, look, um, last question of the show. If you could leave our listeners with one piece of advice, what would it be? Simplicity wins every single time. There's no need to have some stunts on your charts. Literally don't reinvent the, re- the wheel. Wax on, wax off every single time. Brilliant. Well, look, before we wrap up, what's the best way for the guys to get hold of you? Um, my website, uniforexdojo.com or masterfxshufu on Telegram, uniforexdojo on all social media platforms. And yeah, I think if you get on my website and contact us, that's that's actually the best part to get on me. I respond to those. Instagram, I get a lot of texts. Te- Telegram, a lot of texts. So I'll probably respond in a couple of days or hours, yeah. Cool. And guys, do remember, if you do want to catch them, you can probably find all this content over there on tradingnut.com in the, in the tradingnut.com chat room, which is a Telegram group uh, over there. So, look, a big thank you to Master FX Shifu for sharing with us today. Everything we've discussed here, along with all those links, are in the show notes to find them. Simply search for, I'm guessing you're going to search for just maybe Shifu or Master will get you there in the search box yeah. on tradingnut.com. Until next time, I wish all my listeners trading happiness and success. So there you have it, folks. Interview done and dusted with Master FX Shifu. I knew you were going to love that one. I knew it. And if you want more, then please go and check out the YouTube video that we shot. So over there on the channel, uh, he breaks down his trade is trading and we also do like a before and after so uh, we've got him coming back on and giving an update of a trade prediction that he made and said hey look this is what a trade I'm looking to get in and here's how it played out which happened a, a few days later so we've got that before and after you've got to go and check that out so you're going to get some real insight into how this guy reads a price chart and gets into and out of, out of his trades uh, guys do remember we've got him over there on telegram tradingnut.com links probably in your uh, description on the podcast underneath the video on the video and on the tradingnut.com site or go tradingnut.com forward slash subscribe and you'll get all the ways to get access to uh, get notified of future things like this going live as well as getting access to that free tradingnut.com chat room. Uh, Last but not least, if you do want to get more of my time, then it's over on the Robot Builders Club chat room where I'm active pretty much every day helping the guys build trading robots, uh, fully automated or semi-automated. Doors are going to be closing on that club soon, so if you guys do want to come on board now is the time, summertime for a lot of you, so um, you could be on holiday, you could have some holidays planned, this could be a good time to get into the course and learn how to do this without any coding involved at all. All right, folks, have have a great trading week, and I'll see you in the next show.